At Sport Clips Haircuts, they hairdo like no one else hair does. That's because not only is it the home of the champion haircuts, but they also made relaxing and unwinding the name of the game. With the MVP haircut experience, your haircut gets turned up a notch. That's because the MVP is more than just a haircut. It's a spa day for your hair follicles. It's a seven pressure point massaging shampoo along with perfectly steamed hot towel all while sports plays on TV. You can want it all and have it all at Sport Clips. It's a game changer. Listening to your favorite podcast? That's smart. Earning your degree online from Southern New Hampshire University? That's really smart. With 24-7 access to coursework, no set class times, and dedicated student support, you can go to school when and where it works for you. Low online tuition means you can even do it for less. And dedicated student support means we'll be with you from day one to graduation and beyond. Join a community of learners just like you. Go to snhu.edu today to start your free application. And now, The Bonfire with Big J Okerson and Dan Soder. You can leave us alone. We're about John Wayne, Johnny Cash, and John Deere. Those are all our The three Johns, the Holy Trinity, huh? Holy Trinity. Oh boy, it's a honky-tonk week over here at the Bonfire. It's Faction Talk, Sirius XM 103. I'm Big Jokers, and that's Dan Soder. The whole crew is in the house. Hello. Our black king, the black tiger, Lewis. Silencing me. Johnson. Yeah, he did it, dude. Black Lou on the ones and twos today. Well, he's taking a segment with it, I think. Uh, so DJ Luke can eat Chex Mix, you piece of shit. <laughs> Kicking off your time. You paying? You paying DJ Lou extra for this? Uh, what was the, DJ uh, Lou's gonna be? Because uh, he's spitting Chex Mix all over the board. Uh, DJ Black Lou's gonna be taking the board over tomorrow, while DJ Lou is off fucking off work, taking that, taking a canoe down the Delaware. First time in five years. First time in five First years. First time in five years. I'll allow really it. Get up in I'll allow Also, I'll allow it mostly because I can't wait to hear the story of him coming back from fucking rowboating down the Delaware. Uh, screaming at his girlfriend on a river. I'm trying, hon. Jeez. Yeah. yeah I'm wondering if it's far enough out to mention this now that DJ Lou's mom died and he just came to work that day. <laughs> Damn. Yeah, hard that true? Soul, dude. Yeah. yeah, you did. It was psychotic. <laughs> Damn, you're tough as shit. You're like railroad tough. I like, so is life. I don't even recall that. You go, hey, track ain't gonna lay itself. You know she's passed though, right? We didn't just drop that hammer on you. Yeah, I got that. Okay, make sure you remember that. Remember when I forgot? <laughs> yes, I do. Because sometimes it wakes me up. <laughs> I do. I didn't until you said Did it. Did you guys know that? <laughs> it makes you feel better. I don't I don't catalog your flaws because I forgot about that until you said it. But man, sure when you do. just said it again, I felt that awkwardness all over again. Yeah. Guess what Ooh. I do? Sometimes at four in the morning on the couch, I wake up and go, <gasps> I forget that. What did you say? I want to relive it. I, I, I like, oh, did you know what the best is? You're just calling like, oh. your mom when you need a mom. No, I was like, oh, we'll Lou, get your thoughts. I'll go, Lou, we'll get your mom on the phone or something. And you went, she's passed. And I was like, right? I was, yeah, I was, I was, <laughs> I was in the middle of this. I was in the middle of this uh, hand gesture. Like, Dan, wait, hang on. <laughs> this was on Hold. the air? Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. On Zoom. 
No, no this was on. Uh, might have been on Zoom. I, I don't know. The Zoom, Zoom area fogged up my I memory. I think your mom died before the Zoom. She did. Era. We're in Studio eight, uh, 7. Oh, well, someone's got it cataloged. <laughs> yeah. It's like Studio 7, damn, was that Mike? I told everyone Jeez. after the Mike, show. Was that the Mike Andy Studio. 3? <laughs> <Five, two>, 3? <laughs> he does the count out of the room. <laughs> he was at position 3, and he said, right in the Lou's eyes, uh, we'll call your mom, and Lou said she passed. And he goes, well, call her in. Heaven, I can't get out of this. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I'm sorry again, Lou, and I think about it. Condolences, bro. Thanks. You want me to do a seven-minute Eddie Vedder speech about it? Yeah. That's a little preview for Thursday. Mothers. Uh, and, and, Babies are made by daddies and mommies. Damn, dude. You should tell him. You should scream at your rowboating tomorrow. See if he goes, oh, this is going out to all my rowboaters. <laughs> are you going to bring alcohol with you on the canoe? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> at a picnic basket. Yeah, are you? Gonna, what are you gonna bring? Like a twelve pack of beers, like Bud Lights? What are we doing? Coors Lights? What's what's your fucking? It's only a two hour tour, so I'd say a six pack should do it. Yo, yeah, two hours in a fucking canoe with six, your chick. Six or me a and Christine. Me and Christine are not both coming back on that boat. No way. And we'd have a nice time. Two hours in a canoe. <laughs> Bugs. You do go like this, though. You go up and you go back down and then you come back up. Like She's it. really not the outdoorsy type. All the bugs and shit. God, Jacob, you would love. You would love. You would love to canoe with a lady for two hours. I would tell stories of the Titanic. <laughs> yeah, <You know. laughs> we're on our own boat. Yeah, just being like, you know, now the whole of the Titanic. I love a boat. I'm saying, me and Christine in a fucking like, like it's just a they're canoes. Yeah, I feel like uh, we could get you two to fist fight if we put you in an escape room together. Oh, yeah. When I did an escape room with her and you Lewis did? and Kim Congdon, and I, I almost just checked out of it. Well, there was a problem in the escape room where there was a fucking typo. Yeah, there so was a we typo. were stuck on this problem where like, oh, we were all like, God. what do we do? And the oh, guy I came just in have and like, goes, that's a seven, not a nine. It was like, yeah, it was crazy. So we'd had something solved way before, but at that point, I had already gone to like the, I don't know, man, this is for like, you guys have fun, I guess. I'll be over here. Looking at the stuff, or whatever. She doesn't really like to do things. That's Everybody, that's insane to say that. <laughs> You've done a lot of things with me, especially on the night where you're going to see Nas Wu Tang. Oh yeah, yeah. Christine's taking me to that, probably right. Damn. Do things. Go fuck ah. yourself. You I just don't do things. You like to see shows. You don't like to do other things. <laughs> I do. Just not the things you want to do. You like to watch sports. I would love if you guys hit this weird thing where you found a way to challenge him and he got into like rock climbing <laughs> and then you guys just got obnoxious about that. Where like I see Lewis at the stand and he goes, Jane, it's fucking rock climbing. I go, <laughs> yeah, I know. If I hear one more about hand chalk, I'm going to fucking yeah, yeah, you scream. See me, you see me digging the hand into the thing a little bit? <laughs> or while we're waiting to resin. go into a room, you, you act like you're finding your way to climb it. I go, Jay, stop, dude. No, no, outside. Dan, any wall could be scaled. <laughs> but Christine's like, you know how like those women who do, uh, we've talked about this before, but we've never found the video. World's strongest man, uh, world's strongest ma man. Look at me having a Christine, men or man. <laughs> world's strongest man, they would have, they'd show the clips of the guy, the competitors, and their wives are just fucking into it. Their wives, it's like life or death for them. Or they're like, look at now, and they're lifting up. Big rocks, yeah, yeah, yeah. Doing like those screaming things. at them. Yeah, dude, that's the what you guys. That's the next phase of your guys' relationship. Hey, Christine, you got to get her strongman wife style. Christine does an interesting move, and I don't even. Uh, I respect it almost. Mm -hmm. She doesn't do shit, so she flips it though to make that seem like Jay doesn't want to do stuff, so we don't do stuff. But do in stuff. But in reality, you're like, 
if you wanted to do stuff, you'd do stuff. Why wouldn't you just do stuff? Because sometimes it is awesome when the other person in the relationship's like, do you want to not just not do anything? And you're like, fuck yeah. I do stuff. There's stuff that I could be, that I would what, absolutely what do. I don't have time to organize anything. So I would need somebody to tell me like, hey, on this day you have off, why don't we go water skiing? I would go water, or not water skiing, uh, water, water jet skiing, jet skiing or jet something. Jet skiing on the East River? That'd or tubing. Or any of those things I would do. Absolutely, what I would about, do those things. What about a lovely kayak through Pennsylvania? Not in a million years. I think it's a crazy, crazy idea. It's your home But you would do the, like, let's all attach our inner tubes together and float with a cooler, A little right? lazy river action? I would do that for four hours. Yeah. Just piss right in the river, dude. Oh you know, you have God. to get out. I don't worry about pissing that much. Oh, yeah. Well, we're drinking a bunch, I guess. So, yeah, I'd probably... I'll piss in the river. Yeah. Dude, if I could shut off, dude, do I got my headphones and my uh, and and some some YouTube? No, no, you're on a river. We're mm-hmm. outside in a river. See, this is that's what crazy. I what are we supposed phone, to do? Phone with we're headphones. We're in different. Weren't we in different tubes? Yeah, you're supposed to talk. Yeah, and you might want to scream across water to you constantly well, all day. Like, it's just. Do you hear him? Headphones in YouTube. He wants to DJ it. You want some music while you're enjoying it. I could thumb some tunes, You know, ever too. since Jay started smoking in that other room, he really does like his alone time. <laughs> you know, he's in his space. He's I in his can't J-space. smoke in the other room, though, now, because the lantern flies. If you crack the window, That's why 13 come in. Can I tell you what my personality is off learning anything? Last night, I went to dinner with my buddy Zach and Josh and Katie. Mm-hmm. And I see Katie, and the first thing I go, lantern flies are a big problem. And she's like, what? <laughs> and I go, that thing you saw at the window, it's lantern flies. And she went, where did you hear about this? <laughs> and I went, we, were talking about the, we were talking about it on the bonfire. I think it's a big problem. <laughs> she goes, I think Jay has a problem. We don't. <laughs> she's like, buddy. I don't think we do That's what I was like. They oh, say that. I go, oh, mm-hmm. yeah. No, okay. a citywide problem. I'm yeah. telling you. <laughs> I'm telling you. I just remember how dumb I am. I'm like, oh, I don't yeah. want you to feel dumb. You should feel smart. You should have been more condescending towards Katie because Katie's laughing this off. She'll be with, eating her words. She's going to be eating her words. <laughs> Dan, there was a day where I was like, oh, look at these, like two or three outside. Didn't think anything of it. Our window was open. <laughs> I thought they were pretty. When we went on the roof and saw the fucking uh, Candyman lady who was covered in them, <laughs> and, and they were just flopping all over the ground. It was yeah. so insane. I'm like, this is a major, major problem that they're even up that high is nuts, they said. Well, because I was walking Myrtle and I saw two of them because they're red, and I was like, oh, look at these guys. Mm-hmm. I just saw two of them today, and when I saw them at your house, Jay, we each had like three kills each. The four of us had to kill a lot of them to get the fuck off the because roof. Because they were coming on to us. Like they were coming at us. So it was self-defense. It was disgusting. So hold up in a bug court of law. I've had to kill five in my house, uh, at least. And then uh, outside, I try. And the thing is, if you miss them, when you go for the step down, they fly up at you. Yeah, good. <laughs> You're supposed good. to kill. But there's been people on my block the last few days I've seen filming that at one point in front of some door, they go to metal for some reason a lot. Mm-hmm. Uh, if they go to the door, like they just film along the doorways of the block, showing that there is thousands of these things dead, mushed in together. Like oh. it's really nuts. Looks like so. Me. Tell Katie to keep laughing. <laughs> Looks like me, you, and a can of WD forty and a lighter have a little date with some <laughs> bugs. I mean, tell her to keep laughing when she wakes up and this thing, this uh, Silence of the Lambs death beetle, is sitting on her face. Dude. I saw a girl today slapping off her and freaked out. It's I'll crazy. never forget one of the hardest laughs I've had ever after everything settled. And I told you this story before. When I lived in Tucson, the cicadas were out. Oh, yeah. And Amir's girlfriend, Melissa, who was another loud Jersey girl, mm-hmm. 
We lived on, we had like, we had metal stairs. She gets wet when he goes 105. Yeah, Melissa's pussy gets mad wet when I go over 100. <laughs> uh, we had metal stairs and she was, go, it was Thursday night. It was like the go out night or whatever. She left, we were in the apartment. You heard like clunk, clunk, clunk. And it was just the stair, metal stairs to our apartment. Scream, blood curdling scream. Blood curdling, like she was being stabbed. Mm -hmm. Opened the door and she was like, ah! And she turned around and there was a cicada on her back, just like, just I making empathize. that noise. I empathize and I was like, oh shit. And I like, we like went to knock it off. She ran in and was like, ah, ah. I wouldn't be okay for an hour. Really? I empathize with that dude. Hey, you swatted away, but that sings, noise was fucked up that close and that loud to you. I don't know how not cool I was on the roof with Lou, but when they get on my leg or something, like, ah, like I, I hate it, man. I don't like those little, everyone seems to say how beautiful they are because of the red and the wings. They still have fucking roach legs. Oh, Who bugs. said that besides Christine? Several people I've heard really? say because they really are pretty when they fly. They are. I get what they're saying, but I mean, it's fucking, they're, they come at you. They're not afraid of you. I respect no. a bug that does that, though. Not me, dude. I respect a bug that That's knows like the roaches. I got roaches, a shot roaches, no, but roaches run. When you come, they, they scurry. These things aren't afraid. They, you could walk up. You could, I lift my foot quickly over, and last second, they dip out and, and fly up, but they're not, they'll land on you from you trying to step on them. They one, don't care. One time I saw a meme that was like, Imagine if horses were carnivores, how scary it would be. Yeah, right. And I always think about that stuff with like, imagine if roaches ran at you. <laughs> yeah. You'd be like, fuck, what, stop! <laughs> like, they would just be like, <laughs> just coming right at you. But rats oh. will run at you. I would have to end Rats will run at you. <laughs> if roaches came at me, I would have to end my, myself. Rats will come at you. That time, I mean, Whoa. that's, again, talk about moments that I'm like, God, Christine is far more badass than I am in this situation. I don't know how I would have done this, but a rat one time when we were sitting on that stoop that uh, oh yeah on Fifth that street. everyone uh, misses so much so so much <laughs> that stoop a rat ran out of the street. Christine was sitting with her, like her knees apart, just sitting down, and this rat ran right up her snooter and fucking torso, jumped in the air, just ran kind of back down and away. It was insane. It was nuts. I will I will say to those of you that are listening that, uh, don't I, I live in, okay that. that don't live in New York City, there's a certain acceptance of rats <laughs> that is bonkers in this goddamn town. Where like the subway, how many subway videos? But I've been on the subway when a rat's gotten on it. Oh my gosh! On Everybody it. just gets on top of the thing. It's a uh, whole. It's scene. a it's a thing <laughs> on it. Yeah, it was on the oh, one yeah. train. When I was coming down from stand up New York and I was drunk Yo. and I fucking, it happened and we did the <laughs> in between the doors and I shut and you're like, I was such a pussy. I was worried that the rat was going to come through. You're trapped in there for yeah, the whole dude. stop. <laughs> and then you really realize who the real New Yorkers are because they just sit there and they're like, yeah, whatever. Some people just sat in their chairs still? They're, like they're feet like, on the floor. Pick their feet up, whatever, be like, hey, let it run. I'm standing on. <laughs> yeah, that's dude. I was, that's up. I'm up, dude. Am I up? One rat. I think I'm nonstop keeping an eye out for it, and if it comes near me, Dude. I lift my feet up. But, but I don't the know. video, I don't know. tweet this video out, Christine. But shout out to that businessman about a minute thirty in that's on the seat, but he's just on his phone. Oh, he might be taking times, a picture, yeah. but he also might be doing some business. <laughs> just getting shit done. And I'll tell you right now, if he's my money manager, I trust that guy. Just business Damn, man, dude, business. the world is a Black Mirror episode, though, huh? Like everyone, like everyone's also while they're jumping on the thing, everyone's filming it. Yeah. 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 Everyone's fun. That is what he's Dude. doing. He's actually filming it. You can I'll see. never forget the when you ride in uh, from Queensboro Plaza. Mm -hmm. If you ride in on the seven or the N train, you like go under. There's a part where you're above ground, but then you go under. Cell phones back in the day 
used to not carry any service underground. And so when you'd come out, I remember Joe and I were like day drinking one time, me and List, and we come out of the ground. And this is like 2009, so cell phones aren't like crazy popular. But Joe just goes, everyone pull out your phone. And like a couple of people laughed and people pulled out their phones. And by the time I left Queens, everyone was just on their phones all the time. It was crazy. Like I remember when you used to not be able, someone would be on their phone and you're like, you're going to lose that right when we go underground. And yeah. then now- I was just on the train yesterday. I was like, oh, shit, you can just be on your cell phone. There's full service. Full service underground. But I remember, like, that that makes me feel old. What makes me feel old is that, like, when I moved here, like, you didn't know when the trains were coming. Like, I remember the first website, one of the waiters at Stand Up New York. Hopstop.com? Yeah, Hopstop. He's like, you could type it in and you could see, and that let me drink more at Stand Up New York. Gives (laughs) me the schedule. I was like, oh, they're coming at 58. (laughs) I'll go down there, like, I'll light a cigarette and stand in the stairwell at, like, 54 and see if it's earlier or what. I watch it's so funny. I watch like Friends and Sex in the City a lot, and they're just '90s shows. And it's funny when they have something they want to show. They're like, "I found this on the internet." <laughs> like, you never see a website. It's well, always like, was... "This is on the web." <laughs> yeah, and now that, that was... guy's got a rat in a train, and he's still online. That was a super uh, fun thing to watch on that show. That me and Jacob and Christine all watched was Supernatural. Yeah, to go back uh, to the quarantine uh, era was that to watch the show go from like. They always they had to get back to the hotel when they got some new information to get on the internet because it's on their laptop computer they had at the hotel. Yeah. The, then when the phone that it was flip it was always flip phones mm-hmm. they had, and you saw it slowly go. They had to acknowledge that like this can all be done. I'm sending you this website now on the iPhone. And they all had iPhones. Yeah. And like yeah, the technology like that show grew. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty funny. Yeah. GPL, all that stuff that like Dude, wasn't to- there and all, and they just do it. It'd be probably a fun thing to see in like a cartoon that lasts very long, because I've watched Simpsons that with or- a Family Guy. Simpsons is the best example, but like I've seen episodes. Exactly, there's cell phones. Cell phones didn't exist when The Simpsons started, but or they don't. Have- it was like a Wall Street guy with like a big brick phone. But they don't. I don't know if they had in those shows like the advent of these things. It was just there one day. Just one day, it was there. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, you know I mean the idea of. That. I mean, I remember going to my my grandmother still lives obviously up in Lake County or whatever, but I remember flying in and having directions written down in a notebook. Yeah. Oh, were yeah. like ten miles to this, and then you take one hundred one. Gone too far. Yeah, exit <laughs> this number, go down this road, and then now it's all just when I drove back from D.C. on Saturday night after the shows. Just bloop, bloop, bloop. And I was like, we'll be home by, bu- we'll be home by 4.45 a.m. Well, I was in I LA. push a button that says home. Yeah. yeah. I was and then in, it just directs me there. I was in L.A. and my phone got stolen. I was supposed to go to my dad's, which is like 100 miles away from L.A. And I was like, oh, my God, how am I going to get there without a phone? Are there and still- I was like, it's literally like the 91 to the 15 you get off on Temecula. <laughs> like, yeah. it's really easy. <laughs> no, I know, but you feel like you're supposed to look. It's a yeah. weird thing, like the, the instinct to do it. It's so funny if my... Uh, if my GPS is on and you're coming home, like probably anywhere I'm at, 45 minutes from home, I don't need GPS anymore. Yeah, you can turn it off. But I still like follow it. I just like keep looking down at it. I go, I go. It's always 14C, but it's 14C again this time, right? Yeah. 14 exit 14C for sure. What do you think, uh, computer? <laughs> yeah. Okay, that's how I would play it too. I would do 14C. No need Dude, for the, it. The best was when I took the side of uh, GPS over my grandmother. She's lived. She's lived in the Bay Area for fucking. Oh, for like a side road. Let me just like, get you there for like seventy-two years. <laughs> I think she's lived there for seventy-five years or whatever, close to. They're like I know my computer. Knows and we her. went to a forty. We went to the second to last game at Candlestick Park, and I was like driving. And I was like, well, GPS says we should take the Bay Bridge, go over to Oakland five fifteen or whatever. And she was like, 
I don't, that's not faster. And I was like, no, but it is. This computer is using a satellite. And she's like, I know which way to go. We can go north. And he's like, well, we're not going to drive through the Listen, city. Listen, you old bag of shit. <laughs> you're like, we're going go- the way the computer tells <laughs> it's me. It's really like taking the side of technology over your family. I'm like, I get what, the roads might have changed. You haven't left that fucking dumb town and. <laughs> Sal is very about GPS. He's like, it's satellite. But what I've noticed about GPS, because in LA, like, I know my way around LA and I know how to get from point A to point B. I never had GPS driving there. So I wanted to go over by the airport and I wanted to take Rebecca to this place, the Kettle, Manhattan Beach, which is literally 10 minutes away from where we were. And GPS mapped us this way that was going to take a half hour. It like took us all around. I was like, oh, because GPS is never going to give you local routes. They don't do that. No, you don't. You don't. No, there's know ones the you could local... choose that. You could choose it on some of Dude, them. What's no, funny you... is I got into it. I I had a Lewis cab driver moment on with the your way nana. with my nana after also with a actual Uber driver oh. because I was like living a, when I lived in Astoria. I'm like just take 21st Street. It's less lights, and then you cut up. And he's like, no, we're gonna take the GPS. Guy dug in, and it was like we're taking GPS. And I was like, all right, fine. Um, when you were talking about your grandma, it reminded me I wanted to say. Very quickly that uh, oh, yeah. my grandmother had the stone unveiling. Uh, Perfect on segue. Sunday. It was uh, it was nice, very nice, little very short ceremony. My sisters, my mom, Joe, my brother, aunt and uncle, and Uncle Mark. Uncle Mark showed up. Shout out, Uncle Mark. Yeah, Uncle Mark was the, he was the cool when I was younger. It was heroin and booze. How's I didn't doing? know that. I thought he just ruled. How's he doing now? I thought it was awesome that he wanted to teach a young kid the knife between the fingers fast game. Oh, wow. <laughs> Man, cool uncle. Dude, he you? sliced himself up so much and didn't give a fuck because he was so whacked out. And I was like, this guy is fucking badass. I didn't know I had an action hero in my family. Yeah, this is, you guys are so fucking, also in a family that's like pretty Jewy, technically, yeah. in like their demeanor. Forget their religion or whatever. Mm-hmm. They're pretty Jewy. And then all of a sudden, Uncle Mark tatted up. Love it. Fucking had a dog named Tree that was always with him. Hebrew hammer. He just fucking, he just went, dude. Drugs and booze. (laughs) And also, weirdly enough, very good with computers. Like he was like a, he was in the Navy for like electronics and he did like, he would like build computers and stuff. Like back of the day of like the early stuff of that, I don't know if he has a goddamn clue what to do with like, no, but yeah, he knew how to like, uh, like program. It was pretty wild. Like, yeah, Jason. Your uncle's about to hack into the mainframe. <laughs> I got to go over here. Well, got, I'm going to show you what I do. I run MS-DOS. Christine's seen Uncle Mark before. It's, I mean, he showed up both times in a sleeveless uh, flannel. I you thought know, he worked at the cemetery yeah, sure. when we went to his she grandmother's. Goes, she goes, this grave digger's getting pretty emotional about your grandma. He's wearing like a sleeveless flannel. He's a sweetheart, though. He really came to me. Pretty thing. badass. He came up and shook my hand. He was like, uh, he's like, Jason, I'm really proud of what you're doing. So I watched your stuff. Uh, on the, your clips and it's uh, it really makes me happy. And I'm like, oh yeah, you like it? I go, it's really dirty. He goes, yeah, it is. <laughs> he started laughing, but like, uh, that was cool, man, to see him. And uh, and a couple of those, very nice. And my grandmother's, as he was referred to in the ceremony, longtime companion, Jerry, of 30 some odd years. The BF, dude. Um, Yeah, Jerry and my grandma, as I've, I think I've discussed Jerry before on the show, he's the crotchety old man from across the street that for some reason my angelic grandmother just loved and yeah. and cared for and was with him. You had a step, it was, it was a step grandpa and he- In my life longer than my grandfather, yeah. who I love to uh, pieces and I do have many memories with him so I'm happy to have that, but he died when I was like almost 10. Yeah. And my and grandmother Jer- from the time and old, I was like 11 or 12. Then Gerald stepped in. 
Jerry's wife had died a few years before, and Jerry uh, and my grandma got together, and then a series of just blunders. He's called my uh, one of my sisters fat before. He, oh. I remember the story of, I'd say, him taking me, I'd go school clothes shopping with my mom, and he would grab, pull at my crotch and tell me there's too much room in the crotch. Yes, uh, he did. I, yes, my mom, I know, <laughs> I know. We love Jerry for you, I promise. Real quick, let's talk about one of our awesome sponsors over here at the Bonfire, and that is Metro by T-Mobile. Mmm. Isn't it obnoxious when companies have those sneaky gotchas hiding deep in fine printer bills that seem to go up for no dang reason at all? I hate that. Actually, brands usually want me to say a lot of yada yada when I do ads like this. But at Metro by T-Mobile, there's nada yada yada. That means no contracts, no price hikes, no surprises. They don't even want me to speed through the legal, so here it is. When they say no price hikes when you join, they mean your price will never increase for talk, text, and smartphone data plans. Their only exclusions are for limited-time promos, per-use charges, and third-party services. I guess that really is nada, yada, yada. Go to Metro by T-Mobile right now and switch while you can. That's Metro by T-Mobile, nada, yada, yada. You don't think I'm a sports guy. Oh. But I am a sports guy, but you don't have to be a stats guy. You don't have to be an expert. You don't have to know everybody to use this. And I'm excited. Prize picks, Prize picks dude. I get to I get to actually go on and have fun. It is with, self-explanatory. With sports, and it's easy to use, even f- if you're an expert. If, but if you're a novice like me, football season, it may be over, but the action on the floor is heating up. Whether it's tournament season or the fight for playoff home court, there's no shortage of high-stakes basketball moments this time of year. Quite simply, this is easy enough for Chicks and Bob to use. Get in on the excitement with Prize Picks right now, America's number one fantasy <laughs> sports app. Gamble on it. <laughs> and Bob, where you can turn your hoop knowledge into serious cash. I don't have that much knowledge, but you know what? You don't need it. You can now win up to 100 times your money on Prize Picks with as little as four correct picks. I know what that means. Yeah, well, it's pretty amazing. You're just going against the projected stats yeah. of two to six players. It's great. A more or less. That's it. So if they say LeBron James, uh, 30 points tonight, you're picking if he's going to get more or less than that. More, only. That's it. Quick 31 points, you win. Yep. 29 points, you lose. Yeah. 30 points, I think, is a push. And you know what? You can turn $10 into thousands of dollars, which I love, with the NBA, NHL, college basketball, Entries today. Listen, conference tournaments are here, which means the biggest moments in college basketballs are, are getting closer. Be part of the action on prize picks for both men and women and, and Bob. Ball. College basketball prize picks even uh, offers injury insurance so that your entries stay in play even if one of your players gets hurt. Tomorrow's uh, live show, I would say Bobby's projected farts are four. I'm going to go with more than that. Oh, my God. I'm hitting the over on Bob Farts on Monday. Yeah, Yeah, so you want to be in on this? Download the app today and use code BONFIRE for a first deposit matchup to $100. That's code BONFIRE, B-O-N-F-I-R-E, for a first deposit match up to $100. Pick more, pick less. It's that easy. Listening to your favorite podcast? That's smart. Earning your degree online from Southern New Hampshire University? That's really smart. With 24-7 access to coursework, no set class times, and dedicated student support, you can go to school when and where it works for you. Low online tuition means you can even do it for less. And dedicated student support means we'll be with you from day one to graduation and beyond. Join a community of learners just like you. Go to snhu.edu today to start your free application.
Hey, real quick, let's talk about one of our amazing sponsors over here at the Bonfire, and that is Babbel, everybody. You know, one in five Americans have learned a new language on their bucket list. If that's you, make 2024 the year you finally check it off the list with Babbel. Be a better you in 2024 with Babbel, the science-backed language learning app that actually works. Babbel's quick 10-minute lessons are designed by over 150 language experts to help you start speaking a new language in as little as three weeks. Babbel's designed by real people for real conversations. Studies from Yale, Michigan State University, and others continue to prove Babbel is better. One study found that using Babbel for 15 hours is equivalent to a full semester at college, and Babbel has over 10 million subscriptions sold to date. Plus, all of Babbel's 14 language courses are backed by their 20-day money-back guarantee. Bobby. What's up, Jay? How are you? I am doing bueno. Bueno. Yeah. That's what I learned from Babbel so far. I le- wanna, bueno. Want to know what I learned from Babbel? Buenos noches. Non paletano, molto bene. What? Scusi. You watch your mouth. Bueno note. Omerta. Bueno seres. <laughs> La Costa Nostra. Roberto. Here's a special limited time deal for our listeners. Right now, get 55% off your Babbel subscription, but only for our listeners at babbel.com slash bonfire. Get 55% <laughs> off at babbel.com slash bonfire, spelled B-A-B-B-E-L dot com slash bonfire. Rules and restrictions may apply. And he was always the crotchety fuck. He's the one that screamed Justin Silver loves because he was there for this. Uh, we were at my house like one Christmas or something. Yeah. And like uh, we're hanging out there. Jerry's probably already pissed at it. He's like, why are these Jews having Christmas? Yeah. This is, it doesn't make sense. It doesn't make, but he comes down and he's just like, you know, he's just like, he doesn't have time for the nonsense. That's just Jerry's like personality. And he was there. And I think I'm my grandma, I'm making my grandmother laugh, telling stories about Jerry. This is my grandmother, full capacity. Yeah. You know, this is, she was full capacity two years before she died. Yeah. But like, this is her in like full cup, and I'm making her laugh just telling the old Jerry. Oh, I remember Jerry when we were kids before you got together. When Jerry was the guy we knew who said if we went on his lawn, there was acid that would eat our shoes and skin if we got on it. So <laughs> if we, it was like that guy, and you're like Jesus, he Dude, didn't, him he didn't co- say like you know whatever. Like him cooking that up while he's shaving. Because he's fucking kids. I know what I'm gonna tell him. Oh, it's acid. Burn your feet. I remember having to spend some minimal amount of time with him at points like. My grandma was like, go to Jerry's for a minute and I got to do something, you know, whatever. Whatever it was, just go in the Jerry's. You're like, oh, this guy sucks, dude. Oh, this, dude. This place sucks. This TV sucks. What would he be like, just sit down here, wait for your grandma. Yeah, kind of. <laughs> but maybe not that mean, but like, sure, maybe he was just like, but it pro- definitely matter of fact, never warm. He's just not a warm guy. Like, sit down. And I just- I've got toast. And I wish- Do you like toast? I wish I'll describe what he did because it's a physical motion, but it, man, it was funny. Um, when the ceremony was over, everyone was kind of standing around. I was smoking a cigarette with my brother and step-pop. Uh, and we were just standing around all the cars mm-hmm. that were there. And then uh, <laughs> we hear a hon- like three like loud honks in a cemetery. It was like very yeah. just like, ha, ha, ha. And we kind of jarred. And we look over. It's Jerry in the front seat of his car. This is, I think you said this. Did you say this when we were talking before? It's probably. Yes. The last time I'll ever see Jerry Silver. Yeah, it was the last. It was the he's final. He's in his goodbye. 90s. He, he's driving. You have no other, well, also, you don't have a. You're not connected to that man anymore. No, there's just exactly. Well, I'll he's never not close. Talk. He's not close with your mom. He's not no. close with your step pop. He's just fucking gone. Jerry's gone. Peace out, Jerry. Absolutely, I'll never see Jerry again. Maybe his funeral. I guess if we all decide to go to his funeral. Maybe, Are you? Maybe not. I don't Probably know not. if if you want to drive home early from Albany. Maybe. I'd say I'd say I'm not making. Yeah, I'm not making a fucking pilgrimage. 
there are some people that when Nana goes in the dirt, I am never going to talk to again, and I'm oh. okay with that. Yeah, yeah, And so, yeah, I understand what you're saying. So I'll never, ever see Jerry again, and this is my last thing of him. All he said to me that day was like, he's like, he's like, hello, Jason, like that kind of tone. And then it's these three honks, me and my brother and stepfather look over, and Jerry, in his front seat of his car, just goes... Just like, <laughs> just like just, waving just, away, just heavy arm waves. Like get, like get the fuck out of the way. Get out of the way. Like, and we moved, and he peeled off. Dude, I mean, that's like all right. Goodbye forever, Jerry. Great. Good Can luck I, with the rest of your fucking short life. I'm you gonna, lunatic. I'm just. You've known say, me since I was a boy. I'm just gonna we say this real quick. We went to see Phantom of the Opera together. There is a there is a world in where I'm a big fan of Jerry pulling that's it awesome. like that. <laughs> I'm a big fan too of the attitude. Jerry, this thing is, it's the last time he's going to see any. Uh, my grandmother's, chi- my grandmother's grandchildren yeah. were all there. Her great grandchildren, some of them were there. And you know what? That's a problem for Jerry, and because that's just a reminder that she was married to someone else. Because uh, I bet, yeah, your grandpa died, and he was like, "Hey, you know, uh, you know, he died, and she's single, right? And his <laughs> wife had died. He's like." Dude, I think I'm going to have that shot of the, the lady across the street. And then she's like, this is my daughter and her son, Jason. And he's like, hello, Jason. Oh. And you're like, hey. I don't want to touch fish. And he's like, <laughs> he's like, I don't fucking like this kid. And he's like, Things are Storm, icky. Storms really send me sideways. <laughs> oh, my name's Jason. I'm really funny. I'm a lot of fun. In yeah. case the sky gets a little cloudy. And then I'm a then I start talking doomsday talk. <laughs> yeah. And then Jerry the whole time is like, I just want to fuck. And then, you know what I mean? And then he puts up with it for so, and then his, his girlfriend dies. And then he's like, just going. Because they're in their 50s or 60s at that sure. point. Right. And then 30 years, fucking. 30 years later, he goes to his car and he's like, get out of the way. I never want to deal with you guys. Well, In a Nissan Sentra, but he also, fucking shooed us. But also, because I'm on your side, uh, fuck Jerry. You never have to see him again. That well, is also, crazy behavior. Is, my mom was with Jerry so for like 30 years. But 30 she, plus. But she always, she was like, my husband, my Robert, so you, my, like, exactly. Jerry was just a fucking placeholder until she could be back with Robert. And you know who t- took that out? Because I'll tell you right now, he didn't want to take that out. Jerry didn't want to take that out yeah, on her. He took it out on I fucking mean, let me Jay. Give, and, let me give I you an in fairness. My Robert. Let me give you an in fairness. <laughs> he's taking care of, uh, or not taking care of, but he's been with this uh, woman for 30 some odd years, Jerry. And he has to stand there. The stone unveiling is just her side of the two-person stone for her. She's buried right next to my grandma. She's moving in with her boyfriend, dude. It, yeah, yeah, Let yeah. her go. So, Why don't they ever... They always do that in... They always do that in, That's got to be funny to go see your chick get buried next to some other dude. You're can like, you imagine what? if like something oh. happened like where like... I, That's you so died funny. and like I went and it was like you being buried next to Carla. <laughs> and then you just have to sit there and I'd be like. Yeah, that'd be so great. I actually oh. really buy dual plots with Carla. Yeah. What, a, what a good payoff. Dude. I'm going to have, I'm going to be cremated and have them sprinkle my ashes on top of you. And by the way, Jerry, oh, shit. Jerry just having to backbite his jaw the whole time being like, uh-huh. Mm. Oh, I'm so, so he good. couldn't wait to get the fuck out of here. He goes, the fuck out yeah, of here. Get you stupid ass family. <laughs> it was so he didn't say goodbye to anybody he got in the yeah. car and told us to fuck off out of the I way bet, dude. I, bet it he was, was, I bet he was eating blue chews like M&M's <laughs> on the way to the home he's like already got some new skush yeah I got a fucking 86 year old I'm gonna fucking bang out I think what started I think he started seeing somebody else at one point yeah so fuck your whole family he doesn't care <laughs> I, I think he started seeing someone else at some point and also like 
because he dipped out when she went to the he home. Also, he just like didn't. When see she her. went to the home, he just checked out, and it turns I, out he can drive. <laughs> Dude, that's so funny. You're like, oh, maybe he can't drive. He's in his nineties, but nope. Not only does he drive, this guy just did a stunt move to get out of a thing. He laid <laughs> wheels on us and made fuss. We when he pulled away, we had to go. <coughs> Ah, uh, Jerry. If it would have been even better if he was putting on driving gloves as he got in and he went, move. You're, 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 <laughs> move. T- you're touching in my fucking car. Yeah, Jerry Jerry was over it. Because, Christine, you made a good point. Yeah, Christine, that was a good point. Your mom, mom the whole time was like, Robert would kiss me and I felt like the whole world was holding me up. And he goes, well, we got tickets for an 8 p.m. movie. Yeah, he goes, so. Jerry, hold my bags. Yeah. Jerry, now, Jerry, hold on. It's chilly out, but I don't need my jacket, so you just hold on to it right now. Now, Robert would say these jokes. And he's I like, wonder if I'll go back in time. If I could, my, gra- my grandmother's house definitely was decorated with plenty of pop-pop stuff forever. I mean, when she... Yeah, he's a Hall of Famer. When they had to clean her house out, they were still t- they were ticking down the racks of the VHS movies. They like existed still in the house. That's fine. Racks of self-taped, by the way. Hell yeah. I mean, he self-taped from the original to make a copy of it. It wasn't like he redid all the movies. <laughs> <laughs> it's pop-pop in A Bridge Over River Kwai. <laughs> Have just... you ever seen my pop-up in Citizen Kane? Oh, also, he's got comedic chops. He does Ace Ventura. <laughs> it's pretty good. See, he does a pretty good Ventura. Yeah, he's, but yeah, so his so his his stink was all over that house still, completely. So if Jerry ever stayed there, dude, he was staying in my in my Robert's pop-ops home. house. <laughs> Yeah, dude, in Pop-Pop's house, house, for sure. And I don't know. Why I do you wish... think Jerry stayed at, Why do you think Jerry stayed living across the street? Oh, yeah. He's oh, like, I think, I, I, oh, I think my grandmother. It was a museum. Him, I think he, he, he talked about her moving in with him a couple times. My grandma was just like, nah. I miss your like, grandfather. <laughs> I think it's more just like, Dang. nah, I can't take this guy all the time. Because she would like, she'd cold shoulder him for a week or two. Like, I haven't talked to Jerry in a week because he was like rude. He's rude to asshole. one of her friends or said something. He's a just dickhead. Shit. Or rude to my mom or something like that. He was, yeah, he really... But I'm saying, I, it wasn't like this guy had his moments. I don't understand what the softness that my grandmother had in her heart for him. Well, he, he was never not dick. that. He never yeah. came in and he was like, hey, it's really great to see you guys. It was never that. And he goes, he goes her, ah, the drive here sucks. He fucked her like a man that lived through the Great Depression. Oh, you know what? That's what it is. He probably gave my mom a pussy plowing like she'd never had. He was probably like, I used to work on yeah. the I used to work with my hands. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> And she missed that from my pop-up. My pop-up brought her that fucking Navy swing. Yeah, yeah he probably he, he gave That's her that. That's right, Mama. He gave her that, you love he gave her that sweet you. sailor love where yeah. he was like, I've traveled the world, my love. Let me tell you what a sunset's like in Tahiti. And then Jerry and came in. He's like, I used to be a merchant marine. I'll fuck you. Yeah, Jerry's like, they put me in the places other men were scared to go. <laughs> you fucked over him, here. But him being a dickhead is... Hilarious, but also that it was, made me laugh more than anything else. Yeah. Other than when That's you hilarious. said when you said that thing, though, it was more because I, I was never. I don't know if I would ever have put that exact thought together. That like, wow, he had to feel in that. Like, why will we ever see each other ever again? Yeah. What I, I, I you would assume in reality the situation a hug. Probably a good handshake, though, and like, you know. He's known you since you were a child. <laughs> since I was 11 years old. He's known me since I was younger than 11. Yeah. Since I was a so, little, little kid. So maybe a little festive of like, uh, hey, Jason. Your whole life we've been around each other. Good riddance. Good like, riddance. Nothing. Just a straight up. The I always, you, I always hey, liked, pussies, get out of the way. I didn't know if it was kind of crazy or whatever, but I always really respected the fact that my aunt, my dad's sister, could just be like, oh, this person wasn't good to me, so I don't talk to them anymore. And I'm like, damn, you really? And she's like, yeah, they're, they're people. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I mean, it was kind of psycho, like, 
kind of psycho, but also at the same time, as someone that always is like, are you mad at me? I respected the shit out of One it. One thing I don't Your have. Your dad's sister just cut off the family? She cut off my mom. <laughs> my mom, like, my aunt was dying of cancer. My mom and her got in an argument. She's like, fuck your mom. She's a bitch. I'm not talking to her. And didn't. She what died. Never, wow. <laughs> what I never experienced. It's fucking my, wild. I was what like, I never yeah. experienced in my immediate family, in my immediate family, I've mm-hmm. seen, like, uh, some external stuff, but, like, I've never dealt with, and I see that in, like, uh, in my ex's family a lot and everything, where it's, like, I mean, years of not liking each other and then everyone's kind of back together and then it's shaky and then everyone's super close. Well, that's why I couldn't do that. I'm like, I don't know what that, my family's always just been like, we're just like close in this, we're not not, not like all day, every day, like close family either. But but they are. And that's the thing too. You're also first marriage kids. So it's like their family, like the way they communicate with each other is different than the way you communicate with them. Absolutely. But I'm just saying also like, I love them and they're my family. I've never had like a, I've been mad at my brother for some uh, shit, you know, that he's done, but, like, more like disappointed stuff, you know what I mean? I don't have any kind of, like, uh, uh, this, but I'm not, you're right, I'm not involved in their lives every day where it's, like, he can affect my daily... Yeah, because I think if you're in each other's lives, you, it, you're a big effect yeah, on each other. Carl and, then, and her sister it, live, like, on top and underneath yeah, each other. Yeah, and then there's... Well, not anymore, with but... with my like family, but I had, I mean, in the 10 years me and Jay have been, I've gone through stuff with, particularly, like, there's a few women in my family that's been, like, up and down. Like, yeah. there were times where we weren't speaking for years, and we had, like, an hour-long conversation, and we're talking and every that, day, and then, you know... Weird. I think it's weird. I think it's always funny, though, when you really bag on a person... Oh yeah, and then you have to like. Oh, I know. I have to walk it back. I was like, I, lo- I actually love Mona. Well, when I hadn't talked to my <laughs> I did dad, that, I did that to uh, a couple of friends of mine. One of my friends got divorced, and I was like, "Fuck yeah, dude!" Never liked her, and then he's like, "I'm We're back. back together." Oh, I know who that was. Cool. Yeah. I was like, Fuck. <laughs> I was like, dude, I real, I let it go too. Pulled the yeah. ripcord. She sucked ass. We yeah. talked about that with you in the Wendy's ride where we started to unleash a little and you were like... I'll never forget that. <laughs> I'll never... We, so when we were at Bonnaroo... I had to call Dan for My the ex-girlfriend, the actress that moved to LA, she was like, we were in the van going back to the hotel and the driver was like, I can take you guys by Wendy's. And I was like, fuck yeah. Who's... Da- Keep in mind, I should tell the story. I'm not going to stop uh, or interject the story other than to say like... Dan has been, this is the end of Dan being like visibly, <laughs> visibly torn, well, she torn went, all He went to Bonnaroo with her. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I brought her, like when I found out I got Bonnaroo, she was like, oh, like she got it. She was like, oh, cool. Because she was, I was, first off, I was, this was my first relationship when I was sober. Mm-hmm. And she was hilarious and told great stories. She, no, I never said that about her. Uh, it's but it's Danism, though. Katie calls her the show, show pony. Po- yeah, Katie <laughs> calls her the show pony. She goes, "Yeah, he dated a show pony." Whatever. Like, when, when Katie's explaining her relationship to like people she's friends with, she's like, "Well, Dan never had like a real girlfriend. He had like a couple show ponies." And, we started and I was like, "I was like, God damn, you fucking nailed it!" But this show pony only was grass fed, and so we went. So we were, we're at Wendy's and it's in like a trans transportation van and we're like getting out and uh, I'm like I'll come with you guys because fucking Wendy's dude we we're, we're yeah. out there all day and she's like are you serious and I went yeah what yeah do you want Wendy's and she was like what do you want he thought that thing was maybe she wants Wendy's yeah <laughs> which in hindsight I'm like you idiot but dude I'll never what's forget what's up babe you want to throw some Wendy's in that sick bod yeah dude the unbelievable body I'm gonna pollute mine she doesn't eat Wendy's yeah. 
Oh, what is Wendy's? What is is that another woman? <laughs> <laughs> so we, dude, I was like, yeah, I'm gonna go get Wendy's because you know, and because that's I, how I get down, dog. Some <laughs> stoner idiot. Also, we had been fighting, so it was like I wasn't like miss. It wasn't like we were gonna go up and make passionate love. Like we were chipping at each other mm-hmm. because she was, you know, it just it soon died. The relationship died shortly after that trip. But I shut the van door. And we pulled away, and Jay and Christine had to do that moment where they were like, listen, we hope it works out. Just going to let you know that's fucking crazy. <laughs> you shouldn't be with a woman like that. <laughs> who That happens when you, says you're gonna, when you say you're going to go get Wendy's. Because it really was like a Yeah, scene. we were like, yeah, the business like, I'm like, damn, dude, that's like a lot. And I was like saying, we were just like, we were just dumping. We were all like, took mushrooms and shit and everything. So we're all like, just dumping the thing. I'm like, yeah, everything we were like. Hey man, the gangs all go, and it wasn't like my. It wasn't like we were, Dan wasn't following my decisions particularly. I think it was kind of like, like I would have done whatever. Also, but we watched just, we, half we, we the got, show we, from the side. We kind of had we had like a group of people, and we also had we were all hanging together. Yeah, Mark, Bobby, like there was like a bunch of people. Ari, Michelle, Ari, Norman, yeah, Jeff Ross. It was like a bunch of people, and everyone was like, "Oh, we had watched it from the side stage. Let's go watch from the sound stage." And then uh, I was well, like, "No, I remember what I said to you it was on. The, we were on the side stage and we, like up in this like kind of yeah scaffolding thing." And we were all there, and I'm just getting, Dan's next to me. Yeah. So he's getting the telephone from me. Yeah. And everyone's going like, what do you think? Blah, blah, blah. We go down, and everyone's kind of going, yeah, yeah, it's getting to me. He goes, how about we, I'm like, well, I'm down, wherever I go, we're all going to go down the thing. You're like, dude, totally. And then said something to her, and then three songs later, four songs, whatever it was, everyone was like, we'll do the thing now. And we're like, now? I look at Dan now? And he's like, yeah. And then everyone starts going, and Dan, and you see, she does like the, but she does the fucking uh, the plaintiff thing. Yeah. yeah, she like tugs on Dan and goes like, and he's like, huh? He's like, he goes, goes. Yeah, actually, guys, we're gonna like stay up here and uh, and just hang from uh, up here alone. So, in her defense, what she did say when she said that was she was starting to freak out on mushrooms, and she was like, I don't want to move right now. I'm starting to freak out on mushrooms, and I was like, ah. but it was also me being like. Sorry, guys. We're gonna stay here. Fuck, that sucked. The best was, and then you, and then when you fucking put her up on the shoulders, dude. Oh my god. <laughs> She's like, I want to go up on your shoulders. I was like, uppy. Oh. And by the way, I, Dan no, was trying to like wrap along Kendrick Lamar with no, that was, hot box on his shoulders. No, that wasn't Kendrick Lamar. That was Afternoon Florence in the Machine. Okay. And I all I remember is because right, it was yeah, daylight, yeah. and Norman goes, "Oh boy." <laughs> <laughs> When I did it, I just heard Norman go, oh, boy. And then I, I, was like, and then I, put, oh, and then I put Mark on my shoulders yes. to make fun of you. Yeah, I think I have that picture on my computer. It's great. That's a great picture, yeah. What's funny is when we, that was like, uh, <laughs> we did that moment, and I've told the story before, but we did that moment with um, the photographer where he was like, you guys all yell something out. Uh, and Jay and I were sitting next to each other, and he's like, yell something, everyone really, yell something out. It'll be a cool picture. And he's like, yell something out. And I was like, I've been being bullied by a hot woman for four days. <laughs> And dude, we went to the airport the next day, and I've never seen someone know that it was over. But I called right. you when I was at the airport. I remember this. I remember that phone call, and me and Christine were just talking about it. And we're like, "Yo, we really like diarrheaed the mouth last <laughs> night." And I called Dan. I remember this conversation. I said the words. I was like, "Buddy, I know we we're going to town, but everyone was all it was just a wacky night and everything." He goes, "We're like laughing I always, going I go, to town." I go, "I always want you to know, dude. I go, if you love her, we love her. So don't fucking feel like whatever." And then it was it. It was over. Yeah, it was over. I think it over. Like I think it ended right. maybe like t- uh, like a week after that. Like I was like, I well, just, was like, you guys had a process. She's like, 
she came to town, right? And you had to go. You were out there. Right? I don't know what it was. I just I remember we. It was a process. All I remember is that I was like that Bonnaroo thing. That's why the next year Ari was like, "Why don't you come to Bonnaroo with me? We'll do a secret show at like three in the morning, and you can just watch the bands and have a good time." And then our buddy Samantha Pitchell kept calling it a Roo over. And she goes, "You get a Roo over because your girlfriend fucking sucked last year." <laughs> And then it was awesome. It was like a great time. We just did drugs and like went to bands and like, you know, met Eddie Vedder. That was cool. Oh, that seemed pretty chill, dude. He seems like a good conversation. seemed pretty cool. We want to talk about 9-11 for a while. But when you, that like dumping on your friend's significant other, oh, but yeah. sometimes you help them. That helped. I can't picture you, you like You didn't this. seem happy. So- can, what? I've never actually seen the show pony. Can, can I get a look just so I can see what we're Yeah, I'll show you on Instagram. Yeah. The Grizzy? I'll show you on the Grizzly. Oh, the show pony. <laughs> she was hot for sure. She, I mean, you talked about herself. What's I've that? Never... Is she the different? Is she different from the girl that was at the Corey show? Yeah, yeah, yeah way different. Okay. Way different. This one's all I mean, TNA. this was at the... Different, but same. But <laughs> this was, uh... This was like the, um... I wasn't dating her, but when the show started. I, did, I went bathing suit shopping with her at Kmart. Oh, my God. It was so depressing. She was so hot. I was like, everything she put on, I, it was just like perfect. I'm like, She's okay. like, does this one show my asshole too <laughs> oh my much? Dude, Ralphie, May, Ralphie May had, I could only tell you, two studly men as his tour guy, as his like tour managers or whatever. These I was going to say Ralphie May took a shot. I go, Ralphie May would eat her like a chicken wing. Yeah. He goes, sorry, man, I thought she was a snack. Uh, but we were at, we were at Bonnaroo. We were going to go do mushrooms on his bus. And these two guys, they looked like uh, leather watch models, like the kind of guys yeah. like, that you would see. Yep. They were like chiseled. They had like- Fucking uh, dude, Beckham hair. Uh, yeah. They had David Beckham. I'm wearing a Four Horsemen t-shirt. Mm-hmm. And cargo shorts. I look like a smells like swamp nuts. I look like a grown retarded man. <laughs> and this this hot girl that I'm dating is just being charmed by Ralphie's tour managers. They were like, "Oh, so you you moved because she just moved to L.A." And they're like, "Oh, you, you live in L.A. Up? Well, you should." You, I tell you what, there's this restaurant you need to go to in Los Feliz that you love. And she'd be like, and she thinks that because uh, she got hot girl brain, you know, she thinks they're comf- trying to be friends. Might be more comfortable <laughs> if you go up on my shoulders. Yeah, uh. he goes, you know, it's crazy. I can just stand you up like a cheerleader if you'd like. I'm gonna just hold you up. <laughs> and then I eat a drug that makes me overanalyze everything. Where I was like, uh, it was fucking awful. It was a really bad, wasn't fun. The trip was, uh, when we did Mushrooms, it was good. Kendrick Lamar was cool. Oh, the music was fucking phenomenal. And it wasn't completely bad. It was just, there were some moments where I was like, well, this is ending a relationship. And then remember when Ari, when we walked away from uh, Ralphie Mae's tour bus, he goes, what do you think's going to live longer, Soda's relationship or Ralphie Mae? <laughs> <laughs> Turned out it was Ralphie Mae. One of my favorite moments of Bonnaroo I'll always remember is that, uh, I think Ralphie I said this on Skanks. Late, uh, late, no, Ralphie Mae was depressing. That was sad. Yeah. Um, no, when we went into that tent to take the pictures all together, and uh, they were like, oh, you guys, wait, the waiting tent's over there. We need about 15 minutes to set up the shot or whatever. And we walk into this tent area. It's got three couches, big couches. And there's just one tiny, pretty girl sitting on one of them in a corner so often out of the way. And Mark Norman walks up to her, and he goes, shoo! <laughs> <laughs> Made me laugh so oh, fucking that was, hard. I forgot that that was when, that was when Norman banged AT and T girl. 
Yeah. yeah. That photographer, Danny Clinch, is like a major photographer, yeah. and I never, I have a picture of him taking the picture of you guys, but I've never seen the actual photo. They didn't they put took. it out. They didn't put picture it out at all. Sucked. What's funny is you see the next Dan's year's bottle. Bombed. Yeah. You see the next year, oh, that was another thing. I'm, I, itch, I'm itching for a cigarette because I'm not telling people I'm smoking. Me and Christine keep saying I'm calling Isabel every five seconds. Oh, dude, you oh, disappear. So you guys walking on the side of a tent to go call <laughs> Isabella. <laughs> and it looked like a circus tent in between a chain link fence and a circus tent. Like, we gotta go call Isabella and like you guys are smoking at Gary Clark Jr I go uh, I was like man it's hot out here we probably need some water he go me and Christine will go grab waters and they go well we need a lot of water so I go guys I can carry a lot of water relax (laughs) just so we can go backstage and smoke for a little bit yeah Jay that was uh, June and then Jay was out of town for the 4th of July and I remember I went to Kumia's Mm -hmm. and I was with Lewis and Ari and a bunch and I was just like we're smoking like I smoke I don't know the minute you're out of town I was just like all right. (laughs) let me see what we're doing Uh, just watch out because you know Jacob, what are you thinking? Don't tap the screen at all. Yeah, thank you, Black Lou. Yeah, don't, don't, like no, 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 don't, 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 don't touch the screen don't at all. Don't touch the screen at all. But no, it was going to... Oh Just put it close to your nose. Just put it close to Black Lou. Explaining how to use social media no, to Jacob. Why can't he scroll the picture in case because he accidentally likes it? if you double it? tap it by mistake, it looks like he was... That's going to be a weird thing. You can take I haven't talked to her in years. Can you take a light off? We'll notify. Uh, yeah, you get the notification. Like, yeah. And then she'll be like, Never I accidentally liked Adele's ex boyfriend's photos when like Instagram first came out. She's like, nice. Oh my God! Because <laughs> yeah, these, these are people that you haven't, like, I haven't talked to her in years. I was trying to zoom like, in and oh, hey, like, I was just explaining how you ruined Bonnaroo to me on our radio show. Jacob, uh, your thoughts? I get it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she would have climbed on my shoulders also. <laughs> You've been listening to. Sirius XM's Bonfire. New episodes every Tuesday through Friday mornings and full shows always on Sirius XM. Listening to your favorite podcast? That's smart. Earning your degree online from Southern New Hampshire University? That's really smart. With 24-7 access to coursework, no set class times, and dedicated student support, you can go to school when and where it works for you. Low online tuition means you can even do it for less. And dedicated student support means we'll be with you from day one to graduation and beyond. Join a community of learners just like you. Go to snhu.edu today to start your free application. The legends are true. Overwhelming power. The sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of McDonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at McDonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba-go! I participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last.